Welcome, everybody. Uh, boy, a lot going on in the world. Uh, by the way, this is being recorded on the 25th of February, Friday. So if you're watching uh, this on CTN television uh, or YouTube, um, you're getting this maybe as much as a week after the fact. So a lot can change. So, but we wanna, we're going to talk about some things about Ukraine in today's program and, and what, what's really going on. Uh, Doc is in the studio. He's prepared a great presentation for us. He's going to show us some, some maps. We're going to put some, some pop-ups up on the screen for you. We're going to show you the history, the biblical history of, of the Ukraine and uh, how it's changed over the years and, what, and, and maybe what's really going on over there. So we hope you'll stay tuned. we got uh, some exciting things that we want to share with you about what's going on uh, with the bear from the north. Stay tuned. And welcome, crossing the spotlight. I'm Brother Dan Goodwin. Doc is with me, Dr. Hiltabittle. Um, Doc, a lot of folks are asking me. That I'm getting questions. I'm getting emails. I know you're getting a bunch too. Yes. Uh, and Prophecy Ministries are talking about, is this Ezekiel 38 mm -hmm. at our doorstep? Um, that could lead to that, but it's, this is not Ezekiel 38. That this isn't, it. but it could lead to that direction. Ezekiel 38 is, is the bear, Russia, be, coming down against Israel. And, and it'll have several parties yeah. with it. And right course, now they're on their own. Again, this is going to air several days after we record this. Who yeah. knows? Who knows how quickly, who knows what's going how quickly on. it'll move. Yeah, we, we may yes. be under martial law when this airs. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, um, but there's a lot going on in the world, not just uh, not just up there in uh, Ukraine, but right. um, there's also at least 15 naval vessels, Russian naval yes. vessels outside of Syria. Mm -hmm. I've got an article about that yeah. here. I probably won't take time to read it, but um, a lot going on. Syria, you got to understand, folks, Syria is on the border of Israel. Yeah. It's the staging area for that gog that war. That's what's so important about the, the battles that even when Trump was president, what was going on in yes. Syria, there were several different nations of people That's fighting right. there. Yeah. And the Russians were there. And they're still, most of them still involved yeah. in it. Iranian people were there. And, uh, uh, you know, I also heard, and I know you, you talked about this on your Facebook, I think, as well, about the supersonic missile yes. that Russia tested there, mm -hmm. capable of carrying a nuclear warhead. Yes. Hypersonic. While we have had, while right. we've had our attention drawn to Ukraine, these other things are taking place. Yeah, uh, and they're building up their military. The Russians are in Syria. Last week, uh, the agreement that Russia had made uh, uh, with Netanyahu before he was, when he was in office, uh, was giving them kind of a freebie to be able to fly into Syria and do what Israel's been doing for the last several years. But as of last week, Putin said, no yeah. more, no more. So, so Doc, let, let's get into this, because um, we could go on and on, just yes. talk about stuff. And uh, 
Well, let me let's get into to Ukraine and some history mm -hmm. here, because I, I want to help the, the viewers out yes. here. Does the present Russia-Ukraine situation have any prophetic significance in your opinion? I think it's very prophetic. Uh, I think we are watching uh, the the bear that we we read about in Ezekiel 38. Uh, we're watching Russia having thoughts entered into the mind of Gog to do things that is going to get them into that battle. But I think what we're watching is the territory that when the prophecy of Gog Magog was given by Ezekiel, there was another kingdom outside of, outside of the Babylonian kingdom at the present time. And that was the Scythian kingdom. And uh, uh, we'll put up a map for them to be able to see. Now, are you ready for that now, or are you not there yet? Well, I can uh, right, share with it. Just, all right, so you want map number yeah. one? We'll, uh, Rex, let, if you'll put up uh, chart number one, and yes. he's going to talk about it. Leave it up until, until he's done with it. Yeah. And so in this chart, you can see uh, that the nation that was at one time called the Scythians. And outside of that, uh, the end of it was what we would call Moldova, all the way over, and the end of it ended in what we would call the eastern half of modern-day Ukraine. Okay, so he can take that off now. Yes. All right. So that, that's very helpful. When I went in your office and I saw what, what the audience just saw, I saw that on your computer, yes. I said, man, we got to use that. That is so vivid. I mean, it it's just, real. It's easy to uh, see. It helps you to see because we fail to understand that there were other kingdoms outside of the four kingdoms in the image that God gave to Daniel. You're talking about the statue. The, the statue. Gold and those kingdoms revolved around Israel. But outside of those kingdoms, uh, you had the Parthian kingdom, you had the Scythians, uh, you had 11 federation nations in Asia. Uh, these were all kingdoms at the same so, time. So when we say, you know, these are the four world kingdoms, it's not really accurate, is they're, it? They're the four world kingdoms in its relationship to Israel right. and prophecy revolving around Israel. And, but they were not the only kingdoms in the world. Because how could you rule a kingdom a thousand miles away anyway? Yeah. I mean, no. They didn't have satellites, they didn't have TVs, right. radios, phones. So, um, the, so that image that we just looked at, the Parthian, or, or uh, the Scythian kingdom, uh, when you overlay that on and, and over the top of modern day Russia, you, you realize that Russia developed out of that Scythian nation. And okay. eastern Ukraine originally was Russian or Scythian. And so well, they're, me, they're, they're regaining their okay. territory. So let me ask you this, and this, this is going to relate to what you just said. So you think the prophecy of Ezekiel 38 needs with it at least the eastern part of Ukraine? Yes. I, I'm convinced that when God gave prophecy, God gave prophecy in relationship to a specific people group living inside a specific geography. And in order to fulfill that, He's going to bring that specific people's group back into its geography again for the fulfillment of that. When that prophecy was given to Ezekiel, that Scythian kingdom that represents the bear to the north, the eastern half of Ukraine is a part of it. 
Let me give you a reason why I believe that. Number one, God gave prophecy concerning Israel, a 490-year uh, prophecy. Yeah. 483 years was fulfilled with Israel, the people group living in its geography. God is bringing Israel back into their geography again to do what? Fulfill the last seven years of prophecy. So, am I getting, you're, you believe that the other kingdoms are going to be pretty close to what they were? I think they're going to be very close. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and the eastern part of Ukraine over to the Daner River, uh, that, that was the, the end of that Scythian nation from which Russia developed out of. So you told me in the office, I believe, most people fail to realize that there were many kingdoms and people groups yes. outside of them outside four of those four major ones. Daniel yes. chapter two and yes. Daniel seven. We, we, when the Bible talks about these kingdoms ruling the world, they were ruling the world in which Israel lived. They were not ruling the entire geographic world. And some world. of this you get from the story of Noah, I believe, and his three sons and where they went. When you, get to, when you get to Ezekiel 38, you come across names like Gomer and uh, Is that Tubal. Gomer Pyle? No, no, not Gomer, Gomer Pyle. But uh, you come across these names of Tubal and Meshach and uh, uh, Togomar. Uh, and go back to the 10th chapter of the book of Genesis, and you're going to find their names. These are all the descendants of Japheth. And where they went, that where place they went, took over their name like... Yeah. Those areas took over their names. Yeah. And uh, these are the people's groups that have, uh, Dan, these folks, these people groups have never come against Israel before. Hmm. That's interesting. And, and so what, what I'm convinced is that this is representing what we would call uh, that area that was the Scythians, which would also include what we call the Magog nations today. The Magog nations are any of the nations over there that are in with a stan. Yabekistan, Kazakhstan, all of the Kastans. All of those are the Magogs. They are, uh, they are the southern slopes of original Russia. They're all going to join in with them, and you find those names. Now, that leads to me to something that's not on my list here to ask you, but the fact that we blew it with Afghanistan and how what we did in Afghanistan yeah. and left our people there, left billions of dollars there, equipment, weapons. We left guns. all of this equipment. Afghanistan, is it one of them stands? Yes, it's one of those stands. And, and so if you're Russia, the reason why and you it's see one of, that happen. Yeah, the reason why it's one of those stands is because all these stands are Islamic. Yeah. And so uh, this is going to be one of the tools that brings, I believe, uh, this confederation together between Russia and uh, these Arab nations. It, they are Islamic in nature. Yeah, we left billions of dollars. Last I heard, about 80% of the stuff we left in Afghanistan is already in Syria. Yeah. Ready for this battle that's coming. Well, who's controlling that That. Is that Russia? I'm sure Russia is the major dominant control. Yeah. Yes. Well, they got the biggest hammer over there. Well, they're showing uh, they're they're showing anybody in the world uh, that you're not in our way. And well, America has left has left a huge vacuum. We left a big vacuum. We're, we're no longer the policemen of the world. Right. We're weak. We're not we're not enforcing nope. anything. We we won't even close our own border. Nope. 
and people coming across. Who knows who's coming across our border? Huh? Who knows who how many brought Russian in people? Who we brought in, like even out of Afghanistan, yeah. we have no idea. Yeah, no, they haven't been vetted, and no. uh, and and so you're you're Mr. Putin, and you're thinking, hey, there's weakness out there. There's nobody here going to put a stop to what well, I want to do. Didn't, didn't we say in a show we did recently about about Ukraine? We gave some reasons why we thought Russia was going to go in. They had 150, 60,000 troops. They, what, are you going to just turn around and go home? They wanted to, they want to control the natural gas over all of Europe. Yep. And, uh, of course, we blew it with threatening to put NATO there, and that's when yep. Russia that was the, poked that the bear. That was poking that bear. Yeah, and there was no excuse, no reason for it. he said, uh, over my dead body, you're going to put NATO in there. I, I'll, I'll put up another... We'll put up another chart showing the progression. Are you ready for that now? Yes. Okay, Rex, put chart number two. And it, it'll show the progression from 1640, what, what Ukraine looked like, and over the years, how it increased in its borders and size, the years in which this was put in and that was put in. And as a result, the question is, how did they increase their borders? Ten times the size they were from 1640. It had to be by war. Yeah. So these are these are people. These are people that are losing back territories that they gained through war over the years. Yeah, and they're getting and they lost it and it's come and gone. But now that they're getting it's it coming back. back and they're getting it back and and you cannot help but understand if you if you understand what we're talking about the original history or what they were whenever the prophecy was given. God is bringing that geography and people's group back for the fulfilling of that prophecy. Okay, our eyes are on Ukraine. Nobody's paying, no one's paying no. attention to what's going on in Syria with the yep. 15 Navy Russian ships yep. and the, and the hyper. I haven't even seen that anywhere on major news. No, um, I'm with you. I found some news stories about it. Uh, yep. Naval news was one of yep. them. I have that with me, but I, uh, uh, where is that? I have that in here. Uh, right here, naval uh, naval news. This is they they track the ships and all. Yeah. It's pretty pretty neat little little website, and they're they're where I got some of this. Russia has reinforced its naval presence in the Mediterranean much more than usual. Yep. This can be seen as an outer defense layer by naval operations in the back in the Black Sea off off the Ukraine. At the same time that Russian Navy units supported the invasion of Ukraine. Their major warships in the Mediterranean came together, 15 of them, I believe. Both of the Slava-class cruisers presently there, plus escorts and support ships, were sailing in close formation. They appeared to be sailing to Tardis in Syria, where Russia has a yep, base, where they got their on the coast. Warm water Syria. deep port. Yep. Um, now he's saying 16 ships, um, and there's, there's more here, but I won't read it all. Yeah, it's... Um, our attention's been on Ukraine while Russia is really, I think, staging itself. I don't know if well, they that, really know the prophecy like we do. Well, that brings me to this, and I know this is where you're headed, but do you think that all this stuff in the Ukraine and Syria is tied to the coming invasion of Israel? I think it is very much so. Uh, it's pretty obvious to me that once they accomplish this with no restraint... Uh, they're going to be able to be encouraged in a relationship with those other nations that are Islamic in nature. And why not? Hey, 
you come down here for the spoil. Well, in Ezekiel 38, what's the spoil? Well, Israel is very wealth in many areas, minerals out of the Dead Sea and other things. But the greatest wealth of Israel is their natural gas fields. Yeah. And so if they've locked up the natural gas fields up north, and uh, uh, now if they could lock up and own and control the natural gas out of Israel, they'd control the natural gas over all, all of Europe. Of Europe. Yeah. They would be the dominant force. And I, I think that could be the, the hook that's put in the jaw because the Arab nations will say, hey, we've got all of the, we've got all the natural gas and oil we need. We'd like to destroy the Jews. So you come help us, yeah. and this will be your reward. What was the first thing that uh, Mr. Biden did when he got in office? He yeah. stopped the pipeline. Stopped America our pipeline. And opened up there. And opened up one. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, and now he says, hey, put a stop on that over there. If that there. was Donald Trump, they, it, they'd, they'd have hung him. They took him on bang. Hung yeah. him. We still would be, the before this present administration, we had become the predominant producer of oil in the world. All right. When we come back in a second, I want to talk about the Golan Heights because we mentioned yes. that. Um, we're going to talk about that. Uh, but let's tell the viewers real quickly, um, we are a viewer-supported ministry. Uh, nobody gets a salary here. Uh, Doc has his ministry. I have a ministry on the side. Um, we, are, we are on the air because of the gifts of God's people. That's right. The financial gifts, the, uh, the, the $10 checks, the $25 checks, the $1,000 checks, and every now and then the big one that we need uh, mm -hmm. to get us over the hump. We are coming up on another payment where we got to pay uh, to be on television and radio that we're on. And we need you to help. If you have helped in the past and, and you're still with us and you want to be a blessing to us, we're still several thousand dollars shy, Doc, yes. uh, of, of what we need by, yes. the end of, uh, by the end of March. So we took on radio now. We're on 40-some uh, stations. And, and we got more that we want to do. <laughs> Um, so we, we not only have our regular TV bill, but we also have some radio bills as well. And uh, we need your help. So pray about that. Uh, go to the website. There's a donate button there. You can give via PayPal, credit card, uh, or you can get the address there from the website. You can mail us a check, whatever. Uh, we'd sure love to talk to you. If you're, if you're out there and you're on the fence and you'd like to give but you're not sure, if you'd like to talk to us, we'd love to chat with you and tell you where we're headed here and what, uh, what the goals and what the vision is of this ministry. And, uh, we, Doc, I feel like we've got to stay out there. Well, we seem to be one of the very few voices that want to really stay with biblical prophecy yeah. and give our folks an understanding of that in light of modern-day events. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm convinced there's a great need for our ministry. Yes, sir, I am too. There's also a, um, a donation package for uh, $50 or more if you uh, a gift of that. Uh, and we're going to give you a, a book, uh, my God's Fine Jubilee book. I believe that package is still on the website. And so if you'd like to give, but you'd like to get something for your, for your gift, you can give through the donation package, and, and we'll send you that signed copy of that book. Um, okay, so, um, Doc, we got a, still got a little bit of time here. Russia recently claimed that Israel does not have a right to those Golan Heights. Yes. So this has something to do with Ezekiel yes, 38, right? Tell us about this. Well, in this. Ezekiel, they, they're, not, they're not called the Golan Heights. 
they're called the mountains of the north. Mm -hmm. And up until recently, those mountains of the north with the valleys between, it's been the ability for Israel to uh, fly in low altitude their jets into Syria, drop their ordinances on those storehouses and whatnot of the Israel's enemies and uh, slip back through. Under President Trump, that was certified as that belongs to Israel. Well, today, as of just this week, President Putin or whatever he is, yeah, I think he's a president. Anyway, dictator Putin uh, has said uh, that doesn't belong, that belongs to Syria. And those mountains of the north is where the armies of the Gog-Magog war will meet their doom. And isn't it interesting that he said they belong to Syria? They don't belong to Russia. Yeah. They belong to Syria, yeah. but guess who's in Syria? Yeah. Russia. Yeah. And, you know, Syria's a quagmire right now. I mean, who's running it? You know, what's uh, going on there? Yes. I guess who, the guy with the biggest hammer is running it. And, and that, that would I be, think that'd be Mr. Putin. That'd be Mr. Putin. Yes. Um, Turkey would love to have had that role because they want to reestablish their control as the uh, leader of Islam. They, they want that caliphate laid uh, again. But uh, Do you believe Turkey is kind of keeping friendship with Russia? Do you think oh, yes. they're kind of on the same mode? Oh, yeah, they're going to be in the same mode. Uh, it's obvious. I mean, uh, uh, Gomer, and that's your northwestern part of Turkey. Uh, you, you've got the two halves of Turkey uh, represented in those names, um, they're going to be a part of this war that comes. They want their piece of it. And, uh, of course, it won't be too hard to bring the, the, the Hamite nations that are listed into it uh, because none of those Hamite nations that are listed, whether it's Ethiopia or Libya or Put, uh, which Somalia, none of those are very wealthy nations, even though they could be with their oil. Yeah, And so... Bringing all that together, what I see, Dan, is this, is you're going to have these nations come against Israel. That's going to bring all of Japheth's descendants and most of the Ham's descendants against Israel that have never come against Israel before. Then, by the end of the tribulation, you're going to have the descendants that some of them are even... Shemites. The kings of the East. The kings of the East. And that'd be China. And China, yeah. India, And they already Pakistan. have, they boast of a, They're a boast huge, of it. huge a And so uh, they already have built the roadways through for all of this. And they're going to be ready to come at the end of the tribulation period. And in essence, what's happening? You, you've had all of these other nations that, that are figured in that, that uh, man that Daniel uh, talks about, the Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Uh, you already had them come against Israel. Then you're going to have all of the Japheths come against Israel. Then you're going to have the remaining ones come now, against Israel. Is there a third map, or do we not need it now? No, there won't be a third map on that. And so that is there a third slide you had for us? Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be connected with the other one. All right. Well, let, let's move on then. Because we only got about five minutes. Do you place this battle? And we've talked. You and I've talked oh, about this yes. before. Do you place this battle inside the tribulation, or at the end of the church age, or at the end of the church age? I, it, I, We're personally, about the Ezekiel I, thirty-eight battle. If it's going to take seven years of the cleanup, and you know that uh, Israel for the last half of the tribulation is in 
in hiding. Um, I, I, I want to think that it could be toward the end of the church age right. before the tribulation. It could be a part of those red horse rider wars. Everybody's got the idea that the white horse rider is going to ride uh, for months and months, maybe two or three years. No, I don't think the white horse rider is going to ride many days uh, before the red horse rider comes on the scene and said, hey, we're going to challenge your authority and wars are going to break out. Uh, But I'm not certain that everything is of the stage is completely set. And, you've, and you for and I the both talked yet. about the fact that we don't believe that during the kingdom age, which is going to take place right after the tribulation, no. if, the, if Ezekiel 38 happens inside the tribulation, then yeah. the seven years is going to go past well, into it, the kingdom age. It, it can't because the thing that ends uh, at the battle of Armageddon, the seventh vial of wrath that is poured out, is an earthquake that changes the entire topography of planet Earth. Yeah. So, so in other words, it, it has to be before has that. Has to be either at the rapture, and that's a possibility. That's a possibility. It that could would be. That would make the seven years perfect. It could make that perfect. It could, uh, uh, and also be in alignment with uh, the white horse rider guy coming on the scene, whoever he might be. Uh, we both have our ideas who it is. And, we don't agree on that one, yeah. but that's okay. And we're probably both wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're probably both wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's probably, uh, well, we'll, yeah. we'll go there. Um, one more here. Uh, it's not Mr. Biden, though, I can tell you that. So anyway. And this may be your, I don't know if this is your third chart that you have, but uh, um, some people believe that Ezekiel 38 is, some good people, by the way, some mm-hmm. good theologians. I'm not one of them. But I'm probably not a good theologian. But anyway, some people believe the Battle of Armageddon is this Gog, Magog, Ezekiel 38 war. Well, it's, it's not uh, because the, the Gog, Magog war is, is listed by specific nations. But when you get to the Battle of Armageddon, God's made it clear that he's bringing all of the nations right. that have come against Israel. And uh, he's going to deal with them in the Valley Jezreel, Megiddo Valley. And so that's why I was saying a while ago, the final player of this is the kings of the east that's going to come at the end of the tribulation. That will then have brought all of the ones that were in Nebuchadnezzar's dream against Israel, all of Japheth's descendants, and all of the remnant of the rest of them and the Hamanites. It's going to have brought all of the descendants of, uh, of Noah against sounds, Shem's It almost people. sounds like the judgment of the nations. Very similar. He's bringing them all there, and he's going to deal with them there. Now, do you have a third chart Jordan. for them or not? I don't think I had a first. Okay, so it was just the two. All yeah. right, I didn't want to cut you short yeah. on that. Well, Doc, we were about out of time. We got about 45 seconds or so. Um, what does this mean for the people watching, for their, it for means, their eternity? It means there? you need to understand the rapture could happen any time. Yeah. We know that, but the closer we get to uh, the closer we get to these events, we know the rapture is is getting closer and closer. So, as a believer, we we need to do everything we can to reach our loved ones with, with the gospel. Yes, sir. And if you're not saved, you you need to you need to understand you need to receive Christ as your Savior. By calling on the name of the Lord. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord 
shall be saved. saved. Put your faith and trust in what Jesus did on Calvary's cross. And Doc, we're doing prophecy conferences. If you're a preacher, if you're a pastor, or if you just have an organization you'd like to talk to us, we'd love to come and do a prophecy conference for you. Uh, But until next time, keep your eyes on them skies.